Welcome to Nude, where we strip back the layers of cultural conditioning, taboos and shame around sex, intimacy and relationships. I am so excited to share with you some of the knowledge and wisdom I've gained as a self-development enthusiast, exotic dancer, mother, dominatrix and polyamorous lover. If you're open-minded and ready to hear some real juicy and vulnerable conversations with some epic and fascinating people, then stay tuned and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to this episode of Nude. So I've been talking about sex since I can remember. Uh, It's always been something that's fascinated me and that is my favorite topic to discuss. And it's also my favorite hobby to explore. And so because I'm so open and have pretty much always been so open from a very young age, I have had a lot of conversations about sex with all kinds of different people. Some of these people who would never normally talk so openly about sex. So I'm not a scientist and I have not collected all this data and had it peer reviewed and published. It's just in my head and it comes along with all my own biases. And uh, I understand that and I am generalizing a lot in this episode. But I still think that a lot of people will relate and it will be useful and make make a lot of sense. Uh, Yeah, I did share the original title that I was going to use with my partner and he did just remind me that you know I'm not a scientist and this is just my experience and yeah that is true it is just my experience um but yeah so I've had these conversations with people and I've noticed a pattern and yeah I kind of just want to go into um how we can start uh, to break this pattern really and how we can all have better sex because that's really all I want. I just want everyone to have all the good sex. (laughs) Yeah, it's my utopian uh, dream. It's just everyone's having so much love and intimacy and good sexy times. I hope this episode's useful. Enjoy. My partner recently asked me, how can I be a better lover to you? And apparently he was inspired by me to ask this question because I learned from someone else to ask my son, how can I be a better parent to you? And so that's kind of cool. And like, it made me think like, what a great question to ask anyone you love. How can I be a better sister? How can I be a better daughter, a better friend, a better business partner, um, a better mother, a better father? Like, a great question to ask but what's so interesting about him asking me this question is that well no one's ever asked me before this is the first time a man well I've mainly slept with men but um, it's the first time anyone has asked me how can I be a better lover and it opened up the floodgates. Like it really did. And I don't know if he was prepared for how much I want to share my desires. Just this one question, I swear, has opened up a whole new massive space 
that I want to fill with all my deepest desires and needs and wants. And it's also opened up the gates for a lot of uh, resentment and like pain and frustration to come through. And it's just amazing. Like (laughs) my poor babe, like asking this beautiful question and thinking that there might just be a few little ways that uh, our sex life could be better. And I'm just like, here's a thousand things I want and and it's not about him it's about my life as a woman and a lover and how no one's ever asked me this before and it's not like I've never had conversations with my partners around sex I absolutely have had many 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 um with my previous partner we were together for over a decade and we talked about sex heaps and we were always experimenting and trying different things but There's something so beautiful about this question. How can I be a better lover to you? And turns out I want a lot of things. I want so much. And and a lot of it I've realized um, from the book that I recently did an episode on, um, The Way of the Superior Man, that has also brought even more into the forefront to help me realize and actualize some of my desires. And, you know, so much has come from that question. Like, it's so cool. And it's a lot of growing happening now for us both. And a lot of frustration, a lot of pain, a lot of ego death, a lot of just a whole lot of shit coming to the surface. And it's fucking awesome. And it's just t- it's just in time. Like, it's about time. I'm so ready for it. You know, I'm so ready for a massive change in my life. And I'm just embracing it and flowing with it. Yeah, so a couple of things that came from this question was, I want things to slow way down. I want to feel fully aroused and completely soaking wet before I'm penetrated. I want to be asked before I'm penetrated with anything, fingers or cock. I want to practically be begging for penetration before anything goes inside me. I want new different types of orgasms. I want the opportunity to completely surrender, totally, fully. I have realized that for me, sex and intimacy and love and connection is my life force. It's everything to me. I love it. It brings me so much fulfillment and joy. And I love spreading it around and sharing it to everyone. And I love receiving it. And uh, it's what drives me. And it's essentially what I've spent most of my life doing is cultivating intimacy and and improving my connection with my own sexuality and with uh, my partners and learning being so committed in my relationships because I want I love the learning and the growing that comes from being in relationship and I'm just amazed at how this question has just blown this huge hole that's just like <laughs> being filled up with all the things I've never felt I could ask for or desire or voice. And, you know, so those are what I said before. Those are some of the things I want. And and I'm also realizing that there's a lot that I haven't been honest about, that I have settled for 
clitoral orgasms and largely provided by myself through a vibrator. And I want more than that now. That's not enough for me anymore. Like it's been an, a hugely beneficial tool to be able to give myself an orgasm. Like that's awesome because it takes a lot of the pressure off of my partner but then I realize it also takes a lot of the pleasure away as well because the pleasure of them giving me an orgasm also the pleasure of receiving an orgasm from you know ignited and inspired by someone else like it's so much better so yeah I realized um some of the ways that I have not been fully honest in voicing what I really want, again, because I'm afraid of men's egos and how if I truly am honest with all my desires that they won't be able to hold them, that they can't manage them, that it will scare them away and that I won't have a man to fuck me anymore, which will be very sad because I love to get fucked. (laughs) One of the things that came up for me and that I'm realizing with so many men is that we're uh, women, we're not being honest a lot of the time. We're not really, truly being honest with what we desire and what we need and what we want in the bedroom. And therefore, most men think that they're doing an awesome job because we're pretending that they are. And so they believe us, you know, and so that's not their fault. And like a lot of women also, it's not like they're, it's not like they're always fully pretending. It's just like they just haven't fully realized what their own sexual potential is and therefore they cannot if they can't claim and own it for themselves then how can they possibly share it with their partner you know so it's not like women are lying we're just genuinely genuinely not having realized our own full sexual potential and therefore we're kind of just carrying on pretending that that it's all great I know this isn't true for everyone, but from from the women that I speak to, um, a lot of a lot of the time, this is the struggle that that's, that women are having. Um, is they're just not getting, they're not well fucked, and but the men often think that that they are fucking them well. You know, there's such a huge imbalance. Like, I have a lot of conversations with men around sex. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, and I also work in a strip club where. Um, the conversations just tend tend towards uh, sexual because that's one of my favorite things to discuss, not necessarily because we're in a strip club, but just because I like talking about it. And yeah, if there's one thing I notice is that most men think they are really good lovers and most women think that most men are not. So there's definitely an imbalance here and it's it's coming from, I think, a man – and his ego, you know, if 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 he is getting feedback from his woman that the sex is good, he's probably not going to push it. He's not going to question it. Why would he? Because if you continue to feed his ego and and he continues to see that, you know, whether it be authentic or not, that you're enjoying it and that it's good, why would he question it? It's making him feel good. It's feeding his ego. He thinks he's pleasing you. Like, why would he try for more why would he push for more you know only men who are genuinely sensitive to their woman can tell when he they're not fully satisfying her and this takes a lot of 
energy and patience and skill to to be that sensitive. So I just have realized that we as women we may need to lead here by being completely bluntly honest. If you're faking your orgasms, stop. You're going to need to fess up. If you really love this man and you want to be with him, you're going to have to be honest. You know, like you're just ripping yourself off if you are continuing to fake orgasms. It's just who are you serving? You know, you're serving the man's ego, which does not fulfill him, by the way. Um, It only massages and inflates his ego, which is good for nobody. And you're definitely not serving yourself because you're not even receiving the, the full potential of your pleasure. And, you know, like I've I've only ever faked one orgasm in my life. And I remember feeling so gross afterwards that I never did it again. But I've definitely continued to fake pleasure sometimes when I don't feel like constantly guiding and directing. So I just kind of tolerate or accept a certain level of uncomfortability when I just can't be bothered to guide and direct because really what I want is just to surrender. I just want to surrender and have a man know exactly how to fuck me perfectly into oblivion. And obviously this isn't fair. (laughs) Um, And I first have to fully claim my own pleasure uh, and my own orgasm before I can expect a man to know how to to help me do that. But Yeah, like there's definitely just a whole lot of miscommunications and a lack of honesty and transparency going on. And I really want to invite women. I would love to invite you to start being honest. Just fess up and start expressing your desires. It may hurt his ego. It may be a process. He may need, you know, some time to work on things. That's cool. You know, if this is really someone that you love, then you're going to work it out. And men, like, I would love to invite you. Ask your partner, how can I be a better lover to you? And be ready for an answer. (laughs) Don't ask this question if you're not really fucking ready. Because, you know, like I said, I don't think... Um, my partner was ready for the onslaught of all my pent up wishes, desires and needs that I haven't expressed my whole life. (laughs) But they're all flooding out now and I plan to actualize all of them. So (laughs) I hope he's ready. (laughs) And look, you know, like, there's there's other reasons why men think they're really good at sex. It's not just because women are are not always being honest. It's also because of the way they're influenced growing up from the porn and from the sex scenes in movies. Like most porn that men consume growing up and sex scenes in Hollywood films, it's like it shows women being penetrated with a dick writhing around in ecstasy, having multiple orgasms and screaming for God. And like, this is a total potentiality of having sex, penetrative sex. But but what you don't see is the hours of foreplay or the deep polarized sexual connection between them, the 
burns and burns and burns for days or weeks before they're getting to this climactic, orgasmic, ecstatic sex. There's just so much missing from what men are consuming when they're consuming like sexual content. And so unfortunately, you know, men go in thinking they know what they're doing and women feel like a man's ego is so fragile that we have to pretend that we're receiving more pleasure and more orgasms than what we really are. And it's just not serving any of us. And look, I, I, you know, for some of you out there, I might be preaching to the choir and that's cool. If you've got your ecstatic sex all all wrapped up and sorted, good for, good for you. Please go share and help other people. <laughs> I want everyone to have all the awesome sex. And that's why I want to just put this out there and encourage you that if you're not being honest, start being honest. If you're not asking questions, please start asking questions. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, I did want to share that of the many, many, many things that have come from this one question, um, we've done some experiments. So we did a come fast. So he, sorry, he did a come fast. So he, he did a fast for seven days where he didn't ejaculate. He was very committed and I'm really hoping we're going to get around to doing an episode together where we discuss that for you. Cause I think having his perspective, uh, it would be really valuable, but, um, I experienced, I mean, as soon as the come fast started, I immediately started experiencing more pleasure. I had a, an ecstatic orgasm that made me sob and cry and express heaps of emotion. And it was deeply beautiful and healing. I no longer felt like I had to keep up with his pleasure. Like I no longer felt like I had I had a timeline on when I had to get all my pleasure and orgasms in before him because I knew that it could go for as long as needed because there was no finish line, no end goal. I just overall was able to be more present knowing that I didn't have to experience my pleasure within a certain time frame because he's going to come. Um, but th- there's so much more to that and, and hopefully we can get around to doing the episode for you. And then from there, I've been seeing like a somatic sex therapist type goddess and she's been helping me with a lot of things and that has been really good I think I'll go into that more on another episode and um, give you all her details if she wants and what else then I did a clit fast so I want to experience more pleasure in the rest of my pussy and so I did a fast where I basically did no direct stimulation of my clit. I also did a come fast as well. I did both of these at the same time for seven days, which was a bad idea, by the way. Um, I'll go into that in more detail as well. But yeah, we've basically just been doing, you know, all these experimentations and like heaps of stuff is coming to the surface. And I know it's like a lot and some serious growth is happening, but holy shit, you know, all from one question. So yeah. Uh, Just thought I would share that with you. Hope you enjoyed. If you go ahead and ask these questions or start being honest, I would love to hear from you. Yeah, please do share. So good luck. 
This was Nude with Mercy J. If you'd like to support me in bringing you more delicious content, then please do click the link in my bio or go to redcircle.com slash nude slash donations. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback about this episode, then please do contact me at nudepodcastnz at gmail.com. 